Yo, man. My stream, my, my uh, struggle stream status is serious right here. I can't figure out what was causing that static noise, man. So, uh, you know, this is why I don't, I don't really like live streaming when I got to run, when I got to play back audio because maybe I need to get a new mixer. I think that's what it is, but whatever. So, anyways, I couldn't figure it out. I ain't got the kind of time and energy to figure it out. I'm not an audio engineer and... I have no desires of being greater than struggle stream status on this channel. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'm just going to play this joint through my phone. So I want to show y'all these, these weirdos, man. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. So there's your man's here. Jalen, the, the man of God. Shout out to Defund Tatiana. Says, congrats on my Tech G channel. Appreciate the love and supports over there. We doing things. We up to like 20 something hundred subs. I don't know. Anyways, let, let me let me play this little weirdo here. So hold on, let me get my time stamps right. Uh, let's see. There we go. In the long run, so like, that's BMT like, talking. That's on some real shit, man. Like, damn. Like every bitch, every bitch out here ain't trying to get you. I'm sorry. Like, no. Hey, hey, like, I'm gonna ask HA something. Did you, uh, how many women you had sex with? I'm just curious. Why do y'all niggas act like Oh shit! No, 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 Hold on, let me let me rewind it, man. This is what's what kind of what is this? This, this is what's going on in the black metal sphere, y'all. Listen, listen to it one more time. So it's BMT talking. In the long run, like like that's all some real shit, man. Like damn, like every bitch every bitch out here ain't trying to get you. You can I'm barely talking. hear it. Hey, hey, I'm gonna ask AJ something. Did you uh? How Oh, 
I see. We'll, we'll have to be working out the one day do show on Man Code or something. There will have to be a show on this. I don't know why, like, so he was asking uh, la, 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 la. AJ seeing red he asked him how many women has he slept with many women he had sex with I just asked that's it we want to try to strike that can I please the uh, yeah, I would ask you to strike that from the record. I'm not laughing at you, David. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just laughing. I'll just ask the question. Don't y'all find that interesting that dude, like, that's the highlight of their life, getting up to tell their little sex fantasy HBO. So, so, listen, this dude <clears throat> asks this dude, how many women have you slept with? Just, just, just out the blue. Now, this is, this is an example of these, these babies kids. Hopping up on on these YouTube panels, whether as a content creator or as a guest or whatever the case may be. This is an example of this crap that I'm talking about, man. If if you are a male who was raised around proper grown up male energy, meaning you had a father in your life or a strong male role model in your life. You wouldn't be running around here asking people, how many women have you slept with? And then you got the nerve to ask this on a public platform. What if this dude has a wife or a serious girlfriend or something like that? Because this is a public video. Like, like you think this dude is really going to answer that question, my nigga? It's like, like, like what, what is wrong with these dudes, man? What is wrong with these dudes? I don't know how old Jalen the man of God is, but he is just another one of these weirdos that hang around the black manosphere that that just doesn't have he doesn't have a clue. Because you heard him at first he asked it. He was like, I, I want to know how many women you slept with. And everybody started laughing. He was like, oh, man. Oh, man. My bad, man. My bad. I, did, I didn't mean to ask that. 30 seconds later, he comes back, but 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 I, I just want to know how many women he slept with. Like, like wait, wait a second, my dude. What, what are you talking about here? These are these weirdo baby kids, man. They are coming to YouTube now. We used to talk about these dudes back in the day. Now y'all are seeing them come online more and more and more. Like I say, I've already talked about the other weirdo dude that was on Grandmaster Trolls channel who was talking about he'd been watching... Tommy Sotomayor video since he was like 10 years old. And now he's like 21, 22. So this joker done got 10 strong years. 10 strong years of being raised off of YouTube to learn how to 
not learn, but to to believe he is learning how to define his man, his 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 manness, or what is that even a word? His his uh, masculinity, I guess you could say. And then this ties into this ties into your man, angry man as well. I was watching his I was watching his panel the other day when he was snapping on um on Jessica X because uh Jessica X went on Platinum Elite's channel and I guess I didn't I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't know what happened over there. But based off of what Angry Man is saying, she she was disrespectful to Steve the Dean cuz essentially I'm assuming she was questioning the validity of Steve the Dean's dating advice when um you know, the word on the street is he's with a he's with a baby mom out in these streets. I like the black and white better. You know what I'm saying? And so I saw Angry Man. Hold on, what is this? Oh, I saw Angry Man snapping. And you know, he's going down this little this little tirade of trying to preach what manhood is. And listen, I'm just you listen, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent with you people, right? This is why. You all have to make better choices in life when it comes to your mating habits, who you choose to put your DNA inside of to create life, right? Because if you just put your DNA inside of any random chick, or if you're a woman and you allow some random dude to inject the seeds of life into you, and then you bring forth a child into this world and you don't plan on being in some type of strong union or bond with the mother or father of your child, meaning you're in a relationship with this person. You plan to have this baby. You two plan to build a life to, to uh, raise this child instead of being a part-time mother, part-time father, or just a baby daddy or a baby mama. What's going to happen is you're gonna, these kids are going to grow up. They're going to start getting older, especially if they're boys and they don't have any male. And this could go for the girls, too, because it's a bunch of weirdo female content creators out there on YouTube as well. But these children are going to grow up and they're going to gravitate towards social media and YouTube and then get their cues on what it means to be a young man or a young woman off of a bunch of dysfunctional niggas making YouTube videos. That, that, that is literally what's going to happen. Think about this, right? Do you really want your child being quote unquote mentored or tutored by a 40 something year old nigga whose greatest accomplishments in life appear to be sitting in his man cave in his apartment talking about how much jewelry he has on his neck <laughs> and how much his cigars cost when he smokes them? Is that who you really want raising your child? <laughs> Giving your child advice on on how to be a man right is that what you really want a nigga who spends all day long crying about strags this and strags that and just i mean I, you know I, I don't know if that's who i want my son being raised by i don't know if that's who i want my son taking cues on masculinity by a nigga that's so flip floppy entertaining entertaining nevertheless nonetheless but i, I don't think i want that i don't think i want my sons taking cues from a bunch of 40 and 50 year old niggas on YouTube 
who are still trying to figure this dating thing out with black women. After being on earth for about 40 or 50 years and you still haven't figured out how to successfully date and get into a healthy relationship with a black woman or a woman in general. I don't think I want those lessons. I don't think I want my kids being raised by this crap. But, you know, then again, I'm here. I live with my kids. I'm married to their mother. My kids were born in wedlock. We planned both of our children. And, we, you know, we're out here doing the happily ever after married thing to the best of our abilities. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wouldn't want my kids being raised off of niggas I see on YouTube. And look, because, you know, everybody likes to promote black manosphere. Oh, we're we, we trying to save the youth. We're trying to educate and save the youth so they don't go down these same struggles. I'm like, I hear that, but it seems like a lot of you niggas haven't figured out your own struggles yet. It's like, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of a damn example, man. It's like, I mean, basically, if you haven't gotten your stuff figured out all the way, I don't think you're really qualified to tell somebody else how to get their stuff figured out. I think you need to get your stuff completely figured out, whatever issues you're dealing with. And then go out there and give your advice that you believe can help somebody else. But you can't be trying to mentor and guide somebody when your shit's all fucked up. <laughs> and then you, you come on YouTube and you proudly boast and brag about it. About how your crap is messed up and why you can't do this and why you can't do that. And then you want to come on YouTube and be like a subject matter expert. No, you're a subject matter ex expert on fuckery, man. You're a subject matter expert on a fucked up life and a fucked up mentality. And you were just spreading this crap to everybody else to where we get to the point where this dude, Jalen the God, is sitting on YouTube asking another grown man, how many women have you slept with? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where do you do that at? We didn't even do that in high school. I don't think I've ever did that. I don't think I've ever asked anybody that question, no dude that question. I've asked a chick that question once and I got an answer that hurt my feelings. And I was like, you know what? I'm never doing that again. But I ain't never, I don't think I've ever asked a dude how many chicks you slept with. I don't think that was like, I don't think that was part of our, our, our casual conversation back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm saying is this dude, Jalen, I don't know how old he is, but he sounds like a young nigga. He sounds like he's in his 20s, right? But he's just another example because of that other young 20-year-old nigga. Dude, they've been getting raised off of Tommy Sotomayor and, and Manosphere content for like the last five, 10 years, B. Manosphere for at least five, Tommy and Sarge, Willie Pete, and everybody else been around for at least 10. So about a good 10 strong years of this crap, my nigga. These niggas have been learning what they think is manhood from a bunch of hyper emotional, hyper dysfunctional dudes on social media, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who, who, who uh... Like I say, I, I just, I think y'all need to make better choices, man. For those of you out there who are childless and you, you want to bring children into this world, listen, pick a suitable mate that somebody you actually believe you can build something with. Like, I, I, listen, don't, I, I'm not going to go into this whole thing about whether or not you should get married, state sanctioned married, or you want some some uh, method man, uh, uh, Mary J. Blige, you don't need a ring to be my wife type of stuff. I don't give a damn what your dynamic is, right? But whatever it is, the woman that you choose to impregnate or the nigga that you choose to get impregnated by, before y'all go through the motions of getting pregnant, you need to make sure that this is somebody you can see, you could, you could, you could potentially see 
then you can see yourself being with for at least the next 10, 15, 20 damn years so that you can hopefully raise a healthy individual who doesn't have to run to YouTube and sound like a goddamn fool <laughs> listening to some, some grown 30, 40, 50 year old, soon to be 60 year old niggas on YouTube who ain't got their lives figured out. But being that they, they're they older men, they're chronologically older and they got a face full of facial hair. They think that they're qualified to give life advice because I can sit up here and smoke a $30 cigar or I can sit up here at 40, 41 years old with my little middle of the mall bling bling on. And, 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 <laughs> and you know, listen, this is this, this, this the thing that kills me about, about you know, there's so many of these content creators, but I have to particularly say this about Angry Man, right? Because he is at least a year or two older than me. He's got to be probably about a year older than me, right? And so I look at him, like I said, I was watching a stream the other day. Well, you know, I kind of watch this stuff all the time because, you know, I just, you know, sometimes he, he, he's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? But I just look at him sometimes. I'd be like, my nigga, you're 40 years old, 41 years old. And you're literally sitting on YouTube trying to make it seem like you're a success because you got some nigga trinket necklace on. <laughs> you're smoking a $30 cigar. Like, like, it's one thing if, if you're like 25 talking this shit, because, you know, when I was in my 20s, I had my little bling bling. I went through my bling bling phase as well. But at 40 with kids, my nigga, I'm just like, is this really the advice you want to give a young nigga that you that that, you know, <laughs> you should aspire to get money so you can get nigga trinkets? I mean, and that's the vibe I got. You know what I'm saying? Somebody says I'm taking shots. I take shots at everybody in YouTube. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not one of these YouTubers scared to drop names. I I, I don't have no qualms with dropping names. I, I don't feel like being secretive about it. It is what it is. You run and run and tell them, I don't give a shit. What these niggas going to do to me? They're not going to do nothing but either make a video or ignore me. So guess what? I'm going to say names. That's what I do. I've been saying names since forever. But... The thing is, I watch these dudes, and these dudes have way bigger audiences than me, right? They, um, they have a lot of young people who watch them, young people that are probably around my oldest son's age that might be watching them. And so I got to take concern about some of the things they say and the images that they project, because I'm a father, nigga. <laughs> I'm a father to two boys. You know what I'm saying? I live in the house with my kids. <laughs> I'm not a part-time daddy. I've been there since they were born. Like I say, they were born in wedlock. We plan, plan the whole process out. Me and the wife. I know that's unheard of, but yeah, we actually planned it out. Like, yeah, let's make a baby. And then my wife put me on a schedule. Hey, it's time. We got to go in here and get busy. We got to get this baby born. I'm like, oh, God damn, woman. I feel like you're just using me around here. But you know what? It worked out because we got two beautiful, badass boys. You know what I'm saying? And they bad, but whatever. But the thing is, I, I watch these videos, B, and you got all these dudes in here talking about they they um they trying to save the youth. They trying to inject, give them some life skills. 
But I'm like, but here's the thing. I'm 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 in the same age bracket as a lot of these niggas, right? So if you're like a young nigga watching this stuff, you really it's it's kind of hard for you to decipher the BS because a lot of y'all, you youngins in particular, y'all have lived y'all lives, your adolescent lives have been through these damn devices. You came of age in the era of social media. I was a teenager in the 90s. We didn't have social media. We had to actually go outside and interact with human beings where we had to learn how to read body language. We had to learn how to pick up on little cues here and there about stuff people were saying. I mean, we had to do these things. You couldn't really, it was, you could put on a front, but eventually you're going to get exposed for, for whatever, whether you was a legit lame or a legit whatever, whatever. We actually had to go out there and have actual life skills, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear these dudes who are around my age and I see how they're talking and now they're on YouTube flexing and flogging, I'm just like, I see this stuff, in my opinion, this, this is the epitome of, this is, this is a failure nigga's fantasy, if you want my honest opinion. Now, I'm not saying anybody's a failure because, you know, failure is a, is a subjective term. But I just feel like if the best advice you have to give to a, to a young man is, you know, look at look at me because I got I got I got middle of the mall trinkets on, <laughs> or, or you need to go out there and, and, and treat every woman and call them a strag and, a, and call them a b, call them out their name and and, and, and you're the man and, and and women shouldn't have no place they shouldn't be able to speak to you blah 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 you want to project this like ultra hyper masculine image that doesn't really work in real reality my nigga. Like, this stuff is cool. Listen, when you guys... Listen, listen. Here's, here's another thing, right? You hear these niggas on YouTube talking about how they, they yelling at the women. I ain't letting no strag talk to me. I'm a man. I'm a man. <coughs> they doing all this. Nigga, these niggas ain't like that offline, B. Ain't no nigga running around here. Listen, you, you cannot be a fully functioning adult in this society running around talking to women in the manner that these niggas talk to women online. You, you can't do that in real life. You're not going to get far with the women, period. You're not going to get far. You're not going to be able to do that shit at your job. No woman that you meet on the street that you're trying to holler at is going to be going for that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's saying you got to throw on your simping robe and, and go down there and start throwing rose petals at their feet. But you're not, you're not going to come up to a chick and then, and then hit her with all these... Well, uh, uh, do you have kids? Uh, how much do you weigh? Like on the first, on the first encounter, like you go up to old Shardy, hey Shardy, what's your name? Oh, my name Keisha. Hey Shardy, how, how much you weigh, Shardy? Oh, I weigh. Oh, you too fat, Shardy. Ain't no niggas doing that stuff, man. Niggas ain't doing that. So when you listen to people like Game Changer talk like that's another nigga. If you listen to niggas like Game Changer when he says this crap, niggas don't do that in real life, b. And so it's, uh, but my, the thing that kills me is you have a bunch of young people consuming this crap and they think that this is how you actually communicate and talk to women in real life. Niggas don't do that in real life, my nigga. <laughs> you can't, you're not going to be, you're not going to, you have to learn to separate this YouTube crap from reality. It's like listening to hip hop. Everybody's a serial killer in hip hop. They don't shot the whole block up. They don't sold all the drugs. 
in reality, a lot of these niggas are just lames who just had to happen to have a skill with making words rhyme together to cert to a certain degree. They're not out there selling all the drugs. <laughs> they're not. They're not out there now. Some of these rappers are, because you know, there's a rapper down here from Orlando who got who was actually signed to Cash Money named Glock Nine, right? Uh, he signed to Cash Money. Matter of fact, he from he probably about ten miles up the street from where I live. Now that nigga was out here trying to live his lyrics. He's a, he, he got arrested not too long ago. He out here shooting at other rappers in the city because he want to be the only big rapper to come up out of Orlando. This nigga's literally doing drive-bys. I'm like, my nigga, you got a record deal with cash money. Now granted, it's cash money. They're probably going to keep your money. But you got a chance to do something and you still out here wilding, shooting up people's houses and now he done got arrested, hit with like five counts of attempted murder or something like that. And this nigga's only like 22 years old, 23. So you got some nutcases that can't separate reality from the entertainment, you know, with some of these rappers that be killing each other and all that crap. But 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 you gotta but you gotta but you gotta do that. You gotta be able to ex uh, uh, separate this crap with you youngest man, because y'all are getting some of the absolute worst advice ever about manhood off of these niggas on YouTube. They are entertaining to listen to. I give it to you because I listen to these niggas and I be laughing. But I've lived life. I know what is and what isn't gonna work. I know that you are not going to be able to go up to women that you that you are sexually attracted to and talk to them and treat them like shit because you hear some nigga on YouTube talking and treating them like crap online. Nigga, that's online. That is not going to fly when you when you're trying to holler at a shorty in the grocery store or at the club or wherever you're trying to spit game to this chick. Nigga, that, that's not reality, bro. That is not reality. And then if you think all these Negroes is out here just on some super gorilla pimp and stuff or women are just bowing down and it's my way out of the highway, niggas, you lying. My man K Coaching, my man K Coaching is in the chat. He was just featured on O'Shea's channel, right? He just did a video about some nigga with like seven baby mamas. And then my man K Coaching, he works in um, he ain't trying to put all his business out there, but he puts it out there anyway. He works in um what the hell you do for a living again, K? You do uh some something in social services. I don't I can't remember exactly what this nigga does, right? But my man K Coaching, he be like, yo, B, you you have like all these niggas on YouTube talking about how they don't like fat women, they don't they don't want to date baby mamas. My man K Coaching works in social services, my nigga. He be sometimes having to do house calls to check on the welfare of whoever. And there'd be a whole bunch of baby mamas and fat chicks with niggas up in there. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I ain't talking about the baby daddy. I'm talking about another nigga messing with this chick. He be saying there'd be a whole bunch of niggas up in the, in the spot. There'd be a whole bunch of them up in there. So don't let the YouTube rhetoric fool you, man. Because it's a whole bunch of ugly baby mamas out there. It's a whole bunch of big girls out there getting it, popping with niggas. And we know it to be true. Everybody ain't, uh, everybody ain't pulling down pieces, my nigga. Everybody ain't making six figures out there. Everybody ain't doing this. Everybody ain't, ain't doing that. You young people have to learn how to separate this crap, man. You got to learn how to separate this crap. 
because these dudes can get up on here and slick talk you and show you the, the nigga trinket middle of the mall jewelry. I'm just like, <sighs> I keep bringing this jewelry up for a reason because I'm 40. This nigga's a year older than me. Listen, listen, dude. If I'm 40 years old, right, and I'm hopping up on YouTube and I'm trying to project an air of manliness and masculinity and I want to save the young men out there and, and transform them into highly productive men, at 40 years old, unless I'm a rapper or I'm a rapper <laughs> or I'm in the music industry or something like that, I'm a rapper. <laughs> Unless I'm a rapper, I don't think my priority is in trying to show a young person what success looks like by my ability to wear what looks like a middle of the mall necklace and talk about how I got diamonds in it <laughs> at 40 years old. You know what I'm saying? At 40. I'm personally not going to do that. Now, one day when I finish cleaning up my man cave in here and getting it all nice and presentable, I might give y'all a tour of the house and show y'all what it looks like to live in 3,600 square feet on a piece of property worth half a million dollars sitting next to a lake. I might show y'all what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? And I would only be showing it, not the flex, but to show you, hey, little nigga, you can have this and probably better than me by doing what I've done or doing greater than me. Like... And, and, and you know the thing about this, this is this is a this is a true asset. You know what I'm saying? If I if I turn around and sold this house tomorrow, I'd probably make about close to a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. Let me see. Right now, hold on. Let me do the math. I just got the paperwork here. So if I turn around and sold this house tomorrow, I'd probably make about a seventy-five thousand dollar profit off this house because you know the property the, my, my property value has went up just in the past 18 months of me living here but i'm just saying i, I feel like at this age man i don't I, I don't feel like i gotta compete with my child i don't have to compete with my son or compete with niggas half my age who i'm old enough to be their father meaning i gotta flex and show you my jewelry no nigga i'm 40 my nigga I did the jewelry thing when I was in my 20s. You know what I'm saying? I had the bling bling. I had, I had, I had, I too had middle of the mall jewelry at one point, and I had some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Just it all looked good to me. You know what I'm saying? It all it was all designed to do one thing: attract honeys. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm long past that phase. If I want to mentor and guide and educate a young child or a young man. I need to show them something that's actually realistic, something that can actually produce a real value in their life that isn't that isn't fashionable, like something that can produce an actual asset for them. Now, I ain't got all the answers. Don't I'm not a financial expert over here. Right. But I've managed to do some things to make sure that I don't have to be on here showing you my jewelry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's and then me showing you my jewelry is, is 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 how I define success. Like no nigga, no you got the game backwards, b. Man, I don't want to be up on here rolling to my fifties. You know, I'll be fifty years old in nine years. 
Woo, 50s coming up around the corner quick, boy. But, you know, and I'm saying that for a reason, right? Because, you know, when you're in your 20s, right, you think you got all the time in the world, my nigga. And, you know, I, we all thought the same way when we were teenagers in our 20s. We all thought them old niggas, they old. Guess what? You're going to be the old nigga before you realize it, B. 20 years goes by quick. I got a 14, soon to be 15-year-old son uh, upstairs. Shit. Just knock my damn thing down. Hold on. Let me, let me show you something. Hold on. I'm trying to hold this damn thing up. That's me and my son. That's my oldest son. That was me 14 years ago with my baby boy. We had just came home from the hospital. He was like, he was like uh, probably about five pounds, about two or three weeks old in this pic. I think I keep this picture on my desk every, you know, as a reminder because this little baby right here, like he was three pounds when he was born, right? He was about five pounds, about three weeks old in this picture. This little baby is almost as tall as me right now, dude. <laughs> I'm 6'1". My son has got to be about 5'9", 5'10", already, right? And I had to have this talk with my wife the other day, right? Because, you know, my son... Look, when, when I'm not around, when I'm at work or when I'm, when I'm out the house, right, my oldest son, he likes to kind of pop talk slick to his mom a little bit, right? And so my wife says something. I just happened to be home and I heard it. She was like, I'm going to go get this back and I'm going to do something to you. I'm like, listen, I'm like, listen, Shauna. And my wife's name is Shauna. I'm like, listen. Our son, that little baby y'all saw, he's taller than you. He could probably fuck you up if you wanted to. <laughs> Already, Sean. He could probably fuck you up. If you, if you, I mean, you might be able to put up a little fight because he's still got them little 14-year-old muscles on him, but he's at the point now he's already taller than you. By this time next year, he'll probably be physically stronger than you. Because I was physically stronger than my mother and taller than her when I was 14. My mother couldn't do a goddamn thing to me. You know what I'm saying? But if it wasn't for my father being there, I would have been running that household at 14, 15 years old, doing what I wanted to do. Same thing with my son. If I wasn't here, my son would be running this house. Running, you know, my wife could talk about all this stuff she, she, she thinks she's going to do. She ain't going to do that shit to him. She thinks she wouldn't be able to control his ass. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm saying this because you got a bunch of young wild niggas on YouTube that are making content and that are watching this content who were these kids at one point who didn't have that strong masculine energy to come through and, and uh, put this little nigga back in his place when your son starts feeling himself and starts trying to buck. Because, you know, my son, he's at that age. He's supposed to do that. He's 14, 15. He's supposed to start bucking. You know what I'm saying? But... As his father, I can only let him buck so much before I got to check his ass. But you got a lot of these dudes out here, man. They never had that masculine energy to, to, to properly let them buck 
or, or to let them buck to a certain extent before they got to get put back in their place. And now they're out here trying to buck the system and they're getting guidance from niggas on YouTube that are that are giving them the the most outrageous advice on how to handle their so-called bucking. You know, whether they're trying to buck at women by trying to put them in place and check them, or they're trying to go out here and check this, check that. They get they're getting they're getting advice from a bunch of niggas. In my opinion, most of these niggas didn't grow up with stable fathers either. The, the content creators. So it's just all kind of crazy, wild advice being spewed out on these streets, man. But when I look at these niggas that is my age doing it, I'm just like, my nigga, y'all should know better. Y'all are giving the absolute worst goddamn advice ever to where y'all are producing these. Y'all are just putting this loser philosophy, loser mentality. Yeah, get the airline, catch a flight. Catch a flight, nigga, catch a flight. Like, my nigga, really? You 40 years old on YouTube, pulling your guns out on camera, talking about niggas need to catch a flight. At 40, my nigga, catch a flight to do what? What are we going to do? Like, 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 really? <laughs> nigga, listen, the next time I catch a flight, I'm catching a flight to go to, uh, to, to Hawaii or to go to some other country and get my vacation on. I'm not catching a flight to go fight niggas on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, think about how stupid this is, my nigga. Think about how dumb this is, right? It's one thing if you're a teenager or you're in your 20s talking this reckless, greasy crap, because that's, you know, that's what y'all do. But if you're like 40 years old and you're threatening to beat niggas up on YouTube, like what do you really got going on in your life, B? At 40 years old, I'm going to pull out my guns and show you my guns on camera because I'm a goon. Arr! I'm going to yell real loud at the camera because you're going to take me serious. You're going to respect my street, uh, my street conservative. You're going to respect me. You're going to believe I'm really a thug because I'm going to catch a flight. You're going to catch a flight. Uh, it's like, my nigga, what are you doing? You're, you're 40 years old. Nigga, you should be getting ready to go in there, enjoy your dinner, and, and sit your ass down on the couch and watch some Netflix till about 9, 10 o'clock till you fall the fuck over and go to sleep. Like, like what are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? You were supposed to have all that rah-rah energy in your teenagers and teenage and 20 years. Like, like peep this, right? I'm, I'm 40, right? I keep saying that, but I got to keep saying it. I got, when I was 20, when I was 15, 20 years old, I thought I could beat up everybody. I was full of testosterone, full of energy. Like, ain't nobody going to try me. I used to work out a lot back in there. I showed y'all pictures of what I used to look like when I was in the military. I used to work out religiously. So y'all call me fat now. Nigga, I used to be in shape like a motherfucker. And I'm about to get back in shape. But here, here's the thing, right? When I was 20, I was like, I, w I was on this mentality. I'm not afraid of nobody. I'll fight anybody. I ain't scared to die. I was on some dumb shit like that, right? And I, and I actually lived it. Meaning, nigga, I was, I was so far gone with this I ain't scared to die shit. Nigga, I was jumping out of airplanes, at 22 years old. You have some niggas that talk that stuff. Nigga, I purposely jumped out of an airplane. A perfectly good airplane. <laughs> That's how far gone with this, this, this hyper-masculine, super testosterone flowing through my veins. I was jumping out of planes, my nigga, that were flying like five, 600 miles an hour. <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta be somewhat insane to do that. Nigga, I was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Now, at 40, 
let's just say I see this little young buck, right? This little young buck, 20 years old, right? And let's just say I've been in the gym for the past year and I'm all buff. I'm, I'm posing, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm putting, taking pictures, flexing my muscles. Nigga, I'm not about to fight that 20-year-old. That 20-year-old might whoop my ass. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not a trained boxer. I know how to use my hands a little bit, but I recognize at 40, youth is on his side. You know what I'm saying? His, his, his young age and his youth is on his side. He has more energy, more stamina to go the distance than I do. Without him, I would have to try. I would have to consciously make an effort. When I was 20, I didn't have to consciously make an effort. It just, it just happened. Whether I wanted it or not, it was like, oh, I can't turn it off. At 40, I got to consciously think about the crap. I'm not, I'm not going to be out here threatening niggas talking about catch a flight. We fight. No, nigga, I'm 40. I'm not 20. Sometimes, sometimes I got to think about how I'm going to plant my feet when I roll out of the bed because I got injuries. I got shoulder injuries. I got, you know, jumping out of planes, I got knee injuries. I got back issues now. You know, that, that's why I got this super expensive bed upstairs. You know, one of the top of the line sleep number beds. It's a reason I bought it because when I have my old bed, I would wake up in the morning and I would have to make a conscious decision. Okay, how am I going to roll out of bed and plant my feet on the ground without potentially throwing my damn back out or causing an injury? Like, I got to think about this stuff at 40 years old. I didn't have to think about this crap when I was 20. At 20, I was out there just, just doing all kinds of stupid stuff. Thought I was Superman, invincible, all kind of stuff. I would go out there drinking when I was at the clubs in college, getting drunk, toe up from the flow up. Passing out, wake up, literally, literally waking up next to a keg. I mean, how, how many of y'all have ever done that? You went to sleep or you, you stayed in your dorm room. You had a keg in your room. You would, you would go to, you would pump the keg, drink till you fall asleep, wake up in the morning. The keg is still right there. You hit that keg real quick, drink some more to get your day. Like, nigga, I was doing that stupid crap. I can't do that crap no more. <laughs> I even, I'm even conscious about how fast I drive a car these days. You know what I mean? I get in my I get in my Jeep. I be I be I be uh I be like, man, I can't I can't drive that fast. I'm trying to chill. I'm not trying to be out here flipping my car like Tiger Woods. Nigga, I got stuff. I gotta go, I gotta go home. I got a wife and kid I gotta go tend to. But when I was young, oh, I was racing down the street on my motorcycle, getting about hundred miles an hour. I was doing all that dumb crap. Nigga, I can't do that crap no more. I can't sit here and pretend like I'm young. I gotta give middle-aged man advice. <laughs> I'm not, you know, not, I'm not gonna tell people you can't go out there and have fun, but I'm gonna be the I'm I'm, I'm that nigga that has to tell you to be careful. I'm I'm that dude now. I'm that dude that that has to tell you, hey, hey, young buck, you might want to slow down and think about some things. I'm that dude now. I, I got to be that dude. I can't be the forty year old dude trying to live vicariously through a twenty year old. No, I've already done everything these twenty year olds are trying to do. Probably done. I guarantee I've done way more stuff in my teenage and 20 years than most young niggas who are 20 won't, will never do. Whether you want to talk about it in terms of, you know, women or just life experiences in general, whatever. But I got to be, I got to, I got to give realistic advice because the crap that I see happening in the black manosphere from, from niggas my age is failure advice. You're, listen, a lot of you dudes are going to listen to this advice and you're going to internalize it. You're going to wake up and be 40, 50 years old making YouTube videos talking about 
black female effery and how women can't do nothing, they can't bow down. Because you've been getting advice from a bunch of niggas who've been telling you to treat black women like crap. Now, I'm not saying, like I said earlier, I'm not saying that you got to bow down and, and, and throw rose petals at their feet and worship these women. But the advice a lot of y'all are getting is, is some absolutely horrible advice that doesn't have any real world applications to helping you get laid or to helping you establish a long term meaningful relationship from most of these people. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't really apply in the real world you can't <laughs> my nigga you're really not gonna go up to a chick and start asking her how much she weighs on your first encounter like most of y'all niggas ain't gonna do that crap if you do do that I, I, I would i'll be inclined to believe that you're a sociopath you, you just don't have any you don't, you don't have any all your mental you know faculties they're not, they're not all the way there all the wires aren't properly wired up in your brain to where you think that that's socially acceptable when you're trying to, when you're in your first meeting a chick, you're just going to all of a sudden just hit her, you know, how much do you weigh? Oh, you're too fat. Next. Are you a baby mama? Oh, I can't do that. Next. Like, nigga, stop lying. You niggas is liars, B. And like I say, look, Steve the Dean. Yeah, I'm saying his name. I, put, I made a meme about the nigga. Go check my timeline. I made a meme about him promoting my IT thing. You gonna be a, a dating coach, but word on the street is you, you married to a baby mama. Like, how that work? Like, like listen, <laughs> listen. I'm one of these dudes, right? I believe in taking advice from people that actually live the stuff that they're talking about. Right? Like, if I want to go out there and learn how to become look like The Rock, where I got muscles popping out all over the place, right? I'm probably going to go get my fitness advice from a, from, a, from a YouTuber that makes fitness videos. And he's all in the video. Matter of fact, there's this one dude, well, there's a couple of them, but there's this one dude in particular, this black dude named um, Bully Juice, right? I think he used to be in the Air Force, or he might still be in the Air Force, but I think his name is Bully Juice. And the name Bully Juice, because he, he used to raise uh, pit bulls or something like that. But Anyways, you go watch this brother's channel. Brother is just ridiculously muscular, right? I'm probably going to go, I'm probably going to take his advice on what I need to do to get myself in shape. Because, yeah, Bully Juice. Because Bully Juice, he's in shape. Every time I look at his videos, the brother has the perfect physique. No homo. But it's hard to ignore. This brother's in Top-notch shape. So I'm probably going to go take his advice. Right? My man Keep It Techie over here. Love that dude to death. Y'all go support this man's channel. You know, but Keep It Techie, he look like me. We're, we're a little pudgy at the moment. I'm probably not going to take Keep It Techie's advice on fitness. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Keep It if keep it listen, if I saw Keep It Techie start making videos talking about what you need to do to get in shape, I'm be like, you need to go back to making IT videos, bro. You do you do not look like what the crap you talking about. <laughs> and, and he knows it to be true. That's why I don't make fitness videos. Y'all be looking at me like, nigga, huh? Nigga, you look worse than us. But the point is. 
whatever topic that I'm trying to get advice on, I'm probably going to, I would probably want to see proof that the stuff that these people are advising me on is actually working in their life. So keep it techy. He's a Linux expert. He knows a lot about the Linux operating system. He makes videos walking you through it. He has a video up right now where he got his son in the video showing you how easy it is to do. I do tech videos. I post screenshots all the time showing you how easy it is to get certified. It's not as hard as you guys think. My man, Nick Taylor in the chat, he does a wide variety of videos. He can show you everything from how to start a convenience store to how to get into the trucking business, to how to do this, to how to do that, and talk that military lingo like a champion because you know he's ex-military like myself and keep it tech, he's ex-military too. You got some other people in here. Who, who am I missing that I know about them in real life outside? Uh, K Coaching. He got, you know, he, he knows all about that social, the, the social services and, and how to do this and how to do that. So they, they're like walking, talking examples, right, that you can actually look at and check the receipts. Everybody else, my nigga, they, they out here just talking this, this crazy crap. Like, come on, son. Like, I just find it hard to believe that a nigga, you live with your woman, and this is for angry man, right? You live with your woman, you got your sons in the house, and you're on YouTube just going off calling women bitches every five minutes, calling them strags, telling men not to take shit from yada, yada, yada. But you honestly want me to believe that when you cut that camera off, you over here running your household like how you project to be running your household on YouTube? Like you, how you think everybody else should be running their household? Nigga, what world do these people live in? What world do these people live in, B? When you hear these YouTubers talking reckless and greasy like this, you young niggas, y'all really think that they're doing this crap in real life? There's no way. They will be single like Obsidian. <laughs> Assuming he's single. Like, like there's no way. There's no way you're going to maintain a healthy, happy, functional relationship where you want some some 1950s damn near, damn near abusive type of crap. Like, my nigga, what world do these dudes live in, B? That is not reality. This is why a lot of y'all are going to continue to suck with relationships. And this is why the gender war relationship, quote unquote, black love industry that Obsidian likes to call it. This is why I project, I predict this thing is just going to keep growing. You know why? Because these people are giving you guys, these people are giving you guys the absolute worst advice. Men and, and the women do this crap too. But you know, I, I see mostly, I see it mostly coming from the men. You guys ain't figured this crap out yet. I'm here to help you guys understand what's going on. These relationship expert people are giving you guys the absolute worst relationship advice that they know damn well is not gonna work in reality. Because they need you to stay dysfunctional and disappointed so that they can cre keep creating more content. It's like a pro-black, always whining and crying, talking about how the white man coming to get you. White man coming to get you. They coming to get you. You just can't do nothing. They's coming to get you. And they get you to believe that shit. Why? Because they need you to keep watching that BS content so that they can make more money off your, off your ass. Believing that white people just are whipping your ass. Like every time you step out your house, some white dude's jumping out ready to put you in a damn tree like some strange fruit. It's the same thing with these relationship dudes, man. 
It's the same thing with these dudes who, who are trying to teach you what masculinity, this hyper-masculinity. Like, my nigga, ain't nobody running around here cursing women out every five minutes in real life, B. I mean, you got some people out there that are like that. But here's what you need to do. If you come across some dude, whether you know the person or not, and you see him just calling women out their name every five minutes, you know, on some ultra hyper masculine crap where he expects his woman to be running around, hopping and popping, bowing to his every will to where she can't get a word in and talk to this nigga. Look at this nigga's overall quality of life. There's like a 99% chance this nigga's living like a bum. This, like, like this nigga ain't really got nothing else going on but a, but a Gucci belt collection and some Jordans. Like he ain't really got nothing else going on in his life, B. Because in, in, in reality, this stuff, does, it just doesn't work that way, B. Nobody's saying that you're going to go out there and just, just expect to get disrespected. But the reality is, my nigga, you know, when you get into a relationship with a chick, nigga, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have days you get along. You're going to have days you, you can't stand each other. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it works. You're never going to have these, these you're never going to have a relationship to where you come home and, and, your, and, and, your, and your girlfriend as soon as you open the door, she's on some, hi, honey, how was your day? And, you know, she's standing there in a little French maid outfit, you know, half naked, got your dinner all prepared. And like, listen, let me tell you something. I've been married for 15 years, right? I'm a happy man if my wife cooks twice a week. <laughs> when, me, when me and my wife first started dating, oh, nigga, she was in that kitchen whipping it up like a champion. Every chance she got, she was in there throwing down. She was like, I'm finna get this nigga. I'm finna show him I can make this. I can make, I can make this better than your mama, nigga. I was like, damn, you sure can make this food better than my mama. Go ahead with your bad ass. But then after we was in Russia for a while, nigga life hit. We got kids. Nigga, she ain't in there whipping it up five nights, six, seven nights a week. Nigga, I'm lucky if I get two nights a week. And I got to survive off leftovers. And I'm good. I'm good. Good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not, I'm not complaining because, you know. If it wasn't for her, I'd be in here eating ramen noodles every goddamn night. Or ordering, or going broke, ordering Uber Eats every damn night because I ain't cooking nothing. <laughs> but y'all be getting this horrible advice, B. Horrible advice, man, about manhood, relationships. And y'all don't even know any better, man. You know That's the sad part. Y'all legit don't know any better. Because y'all will see some nigga like me, right? Oh, you a lame, you a simp. My nigga. I'm a lame. Okay, let, let me let me let me let me let me analyze this, right? Everything that these niggas is telling you guys to do and strive for, I've already done it or I'm doing it. <laughs> like everything. Everything that they're telling you that you should be trying to strive for and do, I've done it or I'm currently doing it. I got a I've been with my woman, married to her for 15 years. We've been together for like 17 or 18 years. We got two kids, born in wedlock. You know, I got a lot of education. I got a very valuable, you know, a very, you know, very valuable skill set. Uh, what else? What else they tell you to do? I don't, you know, I'm a man. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I've tr I got my travel on. I used to travel. I went to the military, so I've, I've been places. I've been to college. I've done a lot of this. I've done a lot of that. I own property. I got. Money stash, I got this, I got that. I mean, like, so I don't, I don't understand how I'm a simp because I'm not on here barking and yelling, pointing my guns in the camera, 
showing you my nigga trink. I mean, I can go listen. I can go get some nigga trinkets. I can go get that. I can go get some. I can go get some middle of the mall nigga trinkets. If that's what's going to impress you, that's going to impress you. You know what I'm saying? I can do that, but I don't feel like I have to because I don't. I don't. I don't see the value in that. You know what I'm saying? But. So anyways, I'm up here yelling. I'm not up here yelling and screaming and calling black women bees every night. And, and this is why black women suck. And like, you know, that's another thing. I don't believe all black women suck. I believe that people suck. There are some people that suck. But, you know, here's, here's the thing, man. Even when I was single, I was never one of those dudes that had like major ladies issues. Like, OK, when I was young and I was learning how to talk to chicks. Yeah, I went through the ups and downs of dealing with learn, try, learning how to communicate with women. I was supposed to go through that. I was a little goofy-ass preteen, 13, 12 years old, however old, when I first started talking to chicks, showing an interest in them. And then when I was in high school and college, in my early 20s, when I was out there in them clubs, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't averaging, a, you know, <laughs> I didn't have a perfect score. There were, there were times I got hella embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? A chick clown me. I even got played once. Got my heart broke once. I never hold that against these women. Yeah, I went through the motions. Oh, she hurt me. She hurt my feelings. Oh, so I went in there and cried for about two weeks. Spent the next two weeks after that sitting around here sobbing, trying to sing love songs, trying to figure out where everything went wrong. And then next thing you know, after about a month of that, a new chick, a new chick smiled at me. I was back in the game, like, hey, how you doing? And I just went on from there. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't hold on to 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 to, the, to these hurt feelings from a chick that, that may have hurt my feelings when I was 16, 17 years old. Now I'm on YouTube, you know, still going through the motions at 40 years old. And like, my nigga, get over it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's time to move on, B. It's time to move on. So I, I don't, I don't, I've never had these severe woman issues like that to where I feel like I can't even talk to these chicks. Like, like, I, like I'm saying, angry man. He, so when he was, he was going off. He was going off on dudes, talking about. Cause I, listen, didn't I tell y'all, Angry Man be sitting around watching who y'all watch? I told y'all this crap. So Angry Man was going off on some of his subscribers, talking about. I be seeing y'all in there watching these people's channels, and 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 you over here talking to the women. I mean, he's over here chastising Platinum Elite. Now I'm listen. I don't have words with this dude, Platinum Elite. I don't care about the dude one way or another. But what I did find interesting. How you going to sit here and chastise another man for how he runs his own YouTube channel, whether or not he wants to talk to women or not? And then I'm listening to Platinum. This nigga's apologizing to Angry Man. Nigga, listen. <laughs> think about this. Think about how, think about how slow you got to be to let another nigga on YouTube demoralize you to the point where you end up apologizing to this other nigga about how you run your channel. I wish a nigga would come on here and tell me who I can and can't bring on my channel. And then I'm on, then I'm going on your channel to apologize to you about what I do on my channel because you don't like the fact that I like to talk to chicks on my channel because you think chicks don't have a have a voice or they shouldn't have a voice. Like nigga, this is my channel. If I want to bring females up here, nigga, I'll bring them up here. Like, like, and I'll still talk about what I want to talk about. But listen, I'm trying to tell you, you know, Angry Man, he takes all his videos down, right? So you might have to see this video on his. It was it was the Manosphere Mania one. His his latest was like two or three nights ago. Manosphere Mania where he was going off on Jessica X. But I, listen, I, I watched about a good hour of it. 
This nigga was going off on Platinum Elite, chastising this dude for bringing Jessica X onto his, his channel. And then Platinum Elite came on Angry Man's channel and apologized to Angry Man about how he was running his own channel. Now, I got to give Angry Man props on that one. You made another, you made another nigga on YouTube apologize to you for how he, he was running his channel. Now, that, that listen, you got to give Angry Man props. You got another grown man to apologize to you about how this grown man runs his own YouTube channel. <laughs> you will never get that from me. But that shit, I was like, wow. Wow. This nigga Angry Man is really shitting on niggas out here with this 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 strag shouldn't be on your YouTube crap. I'm like, wow, these niggas is really apologizing to this nigga. <laughs> I ain't even lying, Nick. I sat there and I was listening to it live when it happened. I was like, I was like, is this dude really on Angry Man's show apologizing for how he runs his own channel? He is literally up there apologizing to another man about how he conducts his YouTube channel. And he's a grown man, y'all. All these niggas is like late 30s and they 40s, man. <laughs> I wish one of y'all would come up here and tell me what I can and can't do on my channel. I wish one of y'all niggas would. I might catch a flight and come see you for real, nigga. <laughs> I might actually catch that flight. I wish y'all niggas would. I wish you would find video recordings of me apologizing to another man about how I run my channel. Man, if you don't get out of here with that crap, you know, O'Shea was right about angry, man. This nigga's trying to run a cult. This nigga is, is, is convincing y'all niggas to be in a cult. It's entertaining to watch it, but man, angry, yeah, angry man made this nigga apologize. So I look, look I, I can give angry man his props on his talent to do that. But I might have to catch a flight for that. Nigga, I wish it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, boy. You never know what you're going to get in black YouTube, boy. You got grown men apologizing to other grown men about how they run their own YouTube channel. <laughs> he says, if you catch a flight here... I'm taking you to a restaurant with the best enchiladas. Oh, facts. I, I was just talking about Mexican food today at work. I was, I, was, I was mad I missed Taco Tuesday yesterday. I was like, I need to go get some Mexican in my life. I got this Mexican spot around the corner from me. Oh, Jesus. I'm convinced all these Mexicans are illegals because they in there whipping it up too good. I ain't calling ice on them. I need them to be up in there. I need shit. They in there whipping it up too good. I actually think I'm in Mexico when I'm in there. I'm like, I think I've done teleported to Mexico. This shit is amazing. And none of them can speak hardly any damn English. I got to go in there and whip out the Google Translator. I'll be in there with pictures. I want that right there. <laughs> them jokers, them jokers look like they straight. I, mean, listen, I don't know if they are or not, but man, the food is so good. You think that they're actually illegal Mexicans. But I ain't telling on them because they be in there whipping it up. I be I go in there and order a, a chicken torta. It's like a basically like a chicken sandwich. Man, I every time I bite into that chicken torta, bruh, every time I bite into it, I feel like I'm in Mexico City with a sombrero on, my nigga. Out there, 
out there, you know, I just feel like I'm out there. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but they, they take me to another land, man. I'm just like, good God. What are y'all doing in here? But then the ones I like, I like going to Mexican spots where hardly anybody speaks English. That'd be the real stuff. Like when I used to live in Georgia, everybody used to go to this one spot. I used to go to the Mexican spots where all the, all the, the people who work construction and cut grass went to. Them are all the spots I went to because that was the authentic stuff. You was gonna get in, you was gonna get in there and get the get the good good. Shoot, that's where I went. Yeah, man. I don't know what they they in there whipping it up. They in there whipping it up at this spot. They in there whipping it. I don't know what they doing, but they they don't need to stop. If, if somebody call the police on them, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna form a barricade out there. Mexican lives matter. These Mexican lives matter. I'm gonna be out there protesting. Forming a human barricade, all that crap. Y'all ain't taking these Mexicans. Y'all can take everybody else, but y'all leave this spot alone. I need them here. <laughs> that food too good, man. I don't know what they do, but that shit good. I'm laying down in front of the in front of the cop cars and everything. MLM, Mexican lives matter. <laughs> they lock them up. I'm going to visit them in jail. Everything. I'm gonna bring their pots and pans. Like, hey, I need y'all. Why I know y'all in detention? So I need y'all to go ahead and start cooking. What y'all need? I go shopping for y'all. <laughs> I need my chicken torta. <laughs> I need my dog on chicken torta. What y'all in here doing? Get these pots and pans jingling. This <laughs> is uh, hiding in the basement. <laughs> we ain't got basement. We ain't got basements in Florida. But, you know, if I did, I'd be like, yeah, y'all go down in that basement. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. So what time is it? So anyways, that, that was my little that was my little lesson, man. Listen, you know, shout out to all them content creators, though. I may talk smack about them. I still watch them, but I got to inject a, a sense of reality into it because I'm just like, yo, B., Y'all are giving out some of the absolute worst advice. And like I say, let, let's just go back to it. Before I wrap this up, let's play my mans one more time. Hold up. I got to put my password in. I want y'all to hear this, dude. One more again. So let me rewind it. These are the dudes y'all are raising on YouTube, right? They're not realistic, man. Every so this is BMT time, talking. Y'all, y'all going some of y'all gonna have to dumb it down, man. Dude, shout out to BMT. Man, that's all my flip flop shit. Some of y'all motherfuckers are fucking reality, real god shit. Like I be watching y'all, like y'all. I think some of these niggas are trying to purposely scare y'all from coochie or some shit. Y'all, y'all gonna, gonna get fucked up in the long run, like. Like, that's on some real shit, man. Like, damn. Like, every bitch, every bitch out here ain't trying to get you. I'm sorry. Like, no, like, no, hey, like, hey, like, I'm going to ask H.A. something. Did you, uh, how many women you had sex with? I'm just curious. Why do y'all niggas act like Oh, shit. No, 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 Ah, shit, my bad, bro. No, 
This is where you get to put the I'm not even part of the balance curve. I'm pro J. How to put the How to put the there's a long road there. There's a long road. Oh, hell. I see. We're going to have to work out the one day we can show on Main Code or something. There will have to be a show on him. Jalen is special ed. Leave him alone. No, he ain't special ed. Jalen is not special ed. Jalen is one of these dudes who have been raised off of black youtube black manosphere content because he more than likely didn't have a strong male father in his life that would have told him or directly or indirectly my nigga you don't go around asking people questions like that b and then he apologizes and then comes back and asks the question again i don't know why like He asking this dude how many chicks he slept with. I just asked him how many women he had sex with. I just asked. That's it. I, 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 look, look. Oh my God. Yeah. We're gonna try to strike that. Can I please admit? I would ask to strike that from the record. Let me strike that from the record. Like, come on, son. This is the type of stuff y'all. These are the type of niggas that are watching this content. He, he he doesn't understand that, my nigga, you don't ask some dude how many chicks they slept with. That ain't none of your damn business. And you, and you especially don't ask it on a public forum like this that's being recorded with, 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 with a few hundred people watching it. But these are the perfect candidates that will, who feel like it's okay to do that. And then they'll go out and they'll listen to the angry mans of the world of the obsidians of the world or the whoever's and they'll think it's okay to just go out there and just talk to women all kinds of reckless and greasy because they see it taking place on these YouTube forums. Like, they, they literally think these interactions here when people are cursing each other out because that's what goes on on Grandmaster Trolls channel now. They think that this is what goes on in real life to where they'll probably actually go out there and do that crap. Talk to these chicks all kind of crazy. How much you weigh, chick? Oh, you too fat. You too fat. I can't talk. Like, my nigga. First of all, who talks like that? The chicks that you trying to holler at. You don't, you don't, you don't leave off with that type of crap. <laughs> you know what? Nobody, nobody does that. And then stop all this. I ain't dating no baby mama talk. A lot of you niggas are dating baby mamas. You're, uh, quite a few of y'all are creating them and then there's a bunch of y'all out there dating them that dating the ones that were created that were turned into baby mamas and don't act like and listen a lot of niggas do it i did it at one point when i was young and stupid <laughs> until until well I, I didn't well let me take that back i started to but it was there was an ex-girlfriend of mine's right i was i was young i told the story i told the story so y'all know the story man i told the story um it was a chick I dated in high school. When we got to college, we split up, kind of did our own thing. Then after college, she was getting pregnant. And I was young. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it anyway. I, 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 I still want to. I was like 20. I was like 19, 20 years old around this time. Oh, no, no I, was about, no. I was about 21 around this time, right? So I went to go see her, playing with the baby. Oh, you know. All I, all I kept seeing was dollar signs. <laughs> I was like, man. 
how am I going to go to the club if I got to go buy milk? I can't go buy the latest Air Force One. I can't go throw rims on my car if I gotta if I if I gotta be with this chick because I gotta put my money into this baby. So after I saw after after I you know did what I did with the baby mama, I ain't seen her since. <laughs> it's kind of messed up because everybody thought I was gonna come in there and, and marry her because you know at one point we was all on some lovey dovey shit and everybody thought I was gonna marry her and I was gonna come through and raise her kid. Nigga, I was playing with that baby. Like I literally, I remember literally, right? Cause we had went, we had went somewhere. So I'm holding the baby, playing with the baby. Everybody's coming to me thinking I'm the father. They're like, congratulations. I'm like, I'm thinking, my congratulations for what? This ain't my kid. <laughs> but I'm playing with the baby. The baby's all cute and cuddly. I'm having fun with the baby. But then after everybody started congratulating me, I was like, wait a second. I'm not this kid's father, and she ain't telling nobody that I'm not the father. And then I started looking at the baby. The baby smiling at me. I just saw a dollar signs. I was like, so I started adding up the numbers. I was like, how much does milk cost? How much do diapers cost? And then I started thinking about my life. Wait a second. I like to go to the club. I like to drink a lot of alcohol. I like to go on trips. I like the. I like rims. I like nigga trinkets. I can't buy nigga trinkets. I can't get my angry man nigga trinket jewelry collection on. So I can't afford all this. So I had to make a decision. I chose nigga trinkets. <laughs> I chose getting back out in them streets. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I ain't seen no girl ever since. Last time we saw each other was, matter of fact, her, her, her daughter, it was her oldest daughter. Her daughter's like six, 15, 16 years old. Last time I saw her, that baby was like, I don't know, two months old. I ain't seen them since. I had to go back. I, I chose getting back out in them streets and nigga trinkets over, over raising a human being. But I was 21 years old. Shit, what was I supposed to do? I'm just getting my life started. I'm like, yeah, she and I had history. We dated in high school, but nigga, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't the one who had kids early. <laughs> I wanted to go back out into the club. So I went back out and I balled out till I fell out till I met the wife. And me and the wife, we decided to chill and we did it the right way. We dated, got married, and had kids. You know what I mean? And I had a little bit more money in my pocket. And I had, had gotten a lot of the clubbing and the drinking out of my system. Because I went hard. <laughs> Listen, I went, when I was when I was in them clubs, I went hard. You know what I'm saying? This was around the time I was jumping out of airplanes. I went hard. I was I was the life. I was the life of the party. <laughs> I was that nigga in there who, who who thought he could dance and do all this shit. I was that nigga out there hollering at chicks, grabbing shorties on the arm like, "Hey, shorty, what your name is?" I was that nigga. I, I'll probably get hit with all kind of me too's today, but we, luckily it wasn't the me too era. I was that dude. I was that dude. I was. I was. I, we was all that dude, but I was. I was one of the niggas. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, but you know, that was just the way it was. But you know what I'm saying? It came, but like I say, when I was that age, man, I had a decision to make. I was like, okay, I'm 21, 22. I can either go throw some, th throw some 20 inch rims on the whip, or I can start putting money aside for diapers and daycare. Ugh. I think I'm gonna go put some rims on the whip. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go put some 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 sound system in the whip. I said I got a life to live. This ain't my kid. <laughs> I'm finna go. I'm finna go put some new shoes on the whip and get back out here and get it. I'm still young, chick. Look at me. 
I'm young, in shape, abs, jumping out of planes. Man, the hell, I need to be a father for her. Chicks is choosing right now. I'm about to get back out in these streets. And I did. <laughs> Don't feel no shame about it. I did. But here's the thing. A lot of niggas didn't. <laughs> There's a lot of dudes that didn't. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of dudes out there that, like I said, my man K Coaching can prove it. A lot of y'all are out there chasing these baby mamas down and playing that. And listen, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking. I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna clown you for for raising another man's kid. Cause look, I was raised by. I was. Ra I wasn't raised by my biological father. You know what I'm saying? The man that raised me isn't my biological dad. He he he. Uh, he married my mother when I was three years old. You know what I'm saying? They had a history before I was born, but you know, it, it was matter of fact, their relationship was kind of like me and my ex. My mother and my father they dated. They broke up. My mother met my biological dad during that breakup. I was born, and then they came back together. But you know, he loved my mom enough and still married her and, and and adopted me, raised me at three since I was three years old, and you know, adopted me. Last thing you know, I've been, we've been chilling ever since. I don't, I don't view him as a stepdad. I just view him as dad, because he actually raised me, whooped my ass and all that crap. Right? I got you know my brothers and all that. I couldn't do it personally. I couldn't do it. It was even though I come from that same environment where my biological father didn't have shit to do. He, he wasn't in my life at all, for the most part. He, he was just a, you know, a dude that donated the, uh, the seeds of life to, 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 to give birth to greatness that you're looking at. And I was raised by my father, my, you know, my stepdad, which is called dad, but I personally couldn't do it. So I don't knock dudes who do it. What I'm saying is a lot of you niggas is doing it and fronting like you're not doing it, is what I'm saying. Because a lot of you dudes are out here doing it. A lot of y'all out here dating these baby mamas. And look, I'm not going to tell you it's wrong or it's right. That's, that's all on you. I just wish y'all would stop coming up on here getting advice from dudes who are telling y'all, don't do this, don't do that, when some of them are doing it. Steve Dedeen. <laughs> uh, somebody said Angry Man is kind of in that situation. I don't know. I, I, these are things I've heard. I don't know. But I'm just saying, a lot of them are telling y'all to do things that some of these dudes are doing. And they appear to be fine with it. You know what I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I'm just going to tell you, regardless of if it's your kid or somebody else's kid, because you really want to be with that chick. My thing is, you need to make sure you got your shit together. You got, you got your money somewhat together. You got your mental somewhat together. Because this, this, this bringing kids into the world and they're not taking care of these little niggas. Well, guess what? They're turning into... Jaden, the man of God, and they're turning to these other bum ass incels that are flooding these YouTube streets who are trying to seek masculine energy from a bunch of a bunch of delusional nutcase Negroes creating content because a lot of these Negroes weren't raised by men <laughs> and they're giving you this misguided information, even though these niggas are past the age where they should know better. But like I say, you're 40, 50 years old, giving out this nutcase information on relationships. Well, it's clearly, my nigga, you haven't figured the relationship game out. If you're 40, 50 years old, every other day you whining and crying about black women and I'm, 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 I'm going to get paid off of it because Oprah got paid back in the day. All the talk shows got paid. Like, ugh, all right, my nigga, I get it, but okay. Really? This is the best, you can, this is the best advice you can give to a young black man right now. Is is black female effery? Is 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 how to get your nigga trinket jewelry up? 
and, and, and point your guns and, and teach niggas how to catch flights at 40 years old. Really? This is really what we're doing. This is really the message you want to impart on the youth out there. You don't want to, or, 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 or if you're not doing that, you're teaching them to be terrified of white people. Or you're, in, you're directly and indirectly teaching them that white people are better than you. Every time you preach this white supremacy, because, you know, here's my opinion. I give it to you. <clears throat> Everybody under the age of 40, I believe every last one of you niggas are lying about racism. Every last one of you. If, if you weren't born in Jim Crow, either, you know, like, like your grandparents or your parents, or if you if you if you if you were born in the year 1980, the year I was born, 19 especially well I put it like this, 85 and below, 85 until now, I, all you niggas are lying, me. If you if you came up in your formative years, your your adolescent years, in the era of social media, I don't believe none of you niggas when y'all talk about racism. I need to see some hardcore proof. I need to see one of y'all swinging from a tree. Picture it next to a white person in a Klan robe. I don't believe you. So we got that aspect going on. You got these nutcase, delusional, so-called relationship experts, these delusional, nutcase experts on what masculinity is and what manhood is. They're feeding you all this BS, you young, misguided clowns out there. And then y'all wonder why y'all so screwed up in the heads. Because y'all can't distinguish fantasy entertainment from reality. And you're just going to keep the cycle going and going and going and going and going. And they're going to keep making more money off your dysfunction. And y'all just don't even see it. Because they, <laughs> they, would, they would lose money if you, if you actually went out there and won. They would lose. Listen, pro-blacks, Tariq Nasheed would lose money. If niggas stopped believing white people were superior to them and actually went out there and actually learned to compete. And once they got a couple of victories up under their belt, they were like, man, wait a second. I'm better than a lot of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I, can, I can do the damn thing. Relationship experts would fail if experts would fail if you went out there and actually managed to get into a healthy long term relationship. Because what the fuck would they, what the fuck would you have to listen to them niggas for? Like me, 15 years in the game, I don't take relationship advice from none of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm already married to a woman. She cooks a nigga food at least twice a week. <laughs> she she helps raise our kids. And, you know, I pay all the big boy bills and do this, that, and the third. What the hell do these niggas have to tell me about women? I've been dealing with chicks since I was 12 years old, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't think there's anything that they can tell me that I that I should be trying to apply in my life. But you know, but I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a you know healthy relationship you know for the time being because you know you never know there's always that possibility. But you know I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Going through the ups and downs. I don't I don't I don't come into the house, kick the door open, and and, and it, like let's just say me and my wife get into an argument. I don't be over there. Who you talking to, woman? I'm the man. How dare you raise your voice at me? I'm the man. You're going to respect my masculine energy. I'm the man. I'm the king. How dare you? Yeah, nigga. Nigga, what? That, that's, that is not even reality, bruh. That is not reality. But you listen to this crap on YouTube. They're going to have you niggas thinking this is how it actually goes down in a real relationship. No. 
What goes on in a real relationship, she gonna do some yelling, you gonna do some yelling, and then hopefully things don't get physical. And eventually somebody's gonna have to leave the room and calm down. And then you might go a couple days not talking to each other, and then you come back and you talk and you're like, all right, you ready to talk about this? And then y'all hopefully move on if it's nothing too, too serious. I mean, that, that's how it goes. Nobody's in there barking at their damn spouse or their significant other like that. Nobody, nobody's running around here. And then, here's another thing. I heard somebody say something about, yeah, I broke up with my girl because she was too fat. Man, get the fuck out of here. Ain't too many niggas breaking up with they chick because they chick gained too much weight. Now, you hear niggas talk that crap, but it's a lot of these healthy-ass chicks out here with niggas. <laughs> And that's, that's what goes on in real life. You can listen. Let me tell y'all niggas a little secret about black relationships in black society. Let me tell, let me let you niggas on a little secret. And this is from a nigga that's seen it all. You will find more overweight black women with a man than a chick, than, than a, than a so-called uh, in shape dime piece. Do, do y'all really want to know the little secrets out there? There are more big, sloppy, overweight black women with men than in-shape chicks that y'all claim are dime pieces. How much you want to bet? Who thinks I'm lying? So what does that tell you? That tells you all this rah-rah talk about how niggas don't want fat chicks is BS. Go out to any hood Go to any black community in America, there are more overweight, out of shape, sloppy black women that y'all define as sloppy that have men than chicks that aren't like that. That's reality, my nigga. Why? Because niggas ain't leaving these chicks. You got a bunch of niggas pursuing these chicks. Some of them get with them when these women are small and petite and then these women blow up so when you have niggas talking about i'm leaving my girl because she overweight these niggas is lying they lying they still with them women and then even if they do break up another nigga is gonna come in and get replaced these big overweight women pull more niggas than the so-called petite chicks and when i say pull i'm talking about they pull relationships the petite chick she can pull more niggas to, to lay the pipe to her, the big girl can pull a nigga to be in a relationship with her. So don't get it twisted. The big girls is out there busting these skinny petite girls' asses every day of the week with the relationships. And I'm not lying. And anybody who's lived life and been around the block a time or two, you know damn well I'm telling the truth. And K-Coach could probably vouch. You know damn well I'm telling the truth. So... All this crap y'all listening to on YouTube about what y'all think y'all want. Reality is the majority of y'all are going to be with a lot of these big girls because the big girls, they've been winning with the relationships. They keep a nigga. They keeps a nigga. I don't know too many big women who don't have one. If you want my, if you want me to keep it a buck, I don't know too many big women that are overweight and obese that don't have a nigga. <laughs> But I know plenty of petite, quote-unquote, dime piece chicks that can't find a nigga to save their life. Can, I mean, can we be honest here? Can we be honest about these relationships for once in your life? Can we, can, 
I'll fine. I'll be the one to tell the truth. I'll be the one to tell the truth. I know more out of shape, sloppy, overweight women, you know, how y'all describe them, that have relationships than chicks that are in shape and petite. <laughs> Can we, I mean, I'm just being real. I'm just being honest. I ain't got no reason to lie. I ain't out there in the dating world. I'm, I'm married. I mean, I got my ball and chain. I'm good. So I ain't got no reason to lie to you. I'm just being honest. I'm just, I'm just, I just want y'all to come to reality with uh, a lot of the crap y'all hear on YouTube versus what takes place in real life. These chicks, go big girl, what you gonna do? These chicks is out here with niggas. And they out here with niggas like y'all. <laughs> they out here with niggas like y'all. They stay with a nigga. They stay with them. So, I, you know, so like I said, when I hear the stuff, I be laughing because I'm like, all right, that's some BS because I know damn well I don't ever see that crap. I see the complete opposite. I see a bunch of so-called top-notch dime chicks can't get a man to say their life. Whether they educated or they're young, they can't get a nigga to say their life. They, they can always find a nigga to poke on them. But they can't find a nigga to actually want to be with them. But the big women, the out of shape, obese ones, they keep a nigga. They keep a nigga. They can't shake a nigga off. A nigga, a nigga come and go, there's always a nigga around. They always got a man. Always in a relationship. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell these. So what I'm saying is at the end of the day. Y'all need to examine reality and snap out of this trance because the stuff they give y'all on YouTube is cool, it's entertaining, it's a good laugh, it's a good chuckle, but a lot of this information is going to make your life suck and make you miserable because that is just not reality. A lot of you niggas are out there dating these women that y'all claim y'all don't want to date. A lot of y'all are out here doing the things that y'all come on here and claim that y'all don't want to do. You're not going to be out here barking and yelling and screaming at women like, like they're your damn slave. You don't live in the, you don't live in uh, Saudi Arabia, nigga. You live in America. That's another thing y'all need to get through y'all's goddamn heads. Y'all keep talking this women need to be submissive and subservient. Like, nigga, you don't live in Saudi Arabia, my nigga. You live in America, B. You're going to have to learn how to deal with Americanized Western women. We don't live in Africa. We've been disconnected from Africa. The only Africans that have a connection are niggas that immigrate over here with their culture intact. Those of us born here, raised here, who descended from slavery, nigga, you're going to have to accept the fact that your women ain't like these other women. You live in a westernized country with European-centric values. You need to accept reality. You're a Negro pen. <laughs> you need to accept reality. You are never going to get a bunch of black American chicks, ADOS, FBA, whatever the hell you want to call them, to be on some subservient shit. Like, my nigga, what, what, where do y'all think y'all living in, B? That is not how these women were programmed and raised. And you're not going to flip that switch. You need to adjust and adapt 
to how, how to deal with these chicks. Instead of pretending like you're going to hop into the DeLorean and go back to 1953. It's y'all's problem. Y'all want to go back to, to Jim Crow, the good old days. But nigga, we ain't going backwards, B. You're going to have to learn to compete. We're in the year 2021. We ain't going back to Jim Crow, Black Wall Street. We're in 2021. This world is becoming more of a global society every single day. You're going to have to learn to compete, my nigga, instead of trying to go hide in your little corner. You, can't, you ain't got no corners in this world. <laughs> you have to compete. With everybody, the brother man, the white man, the yellow man, whoever. And you got to apply them same strategies with the women, especially these American ones. Nigga, we in America, B. You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all in delusional land with this crap, B. Delusional land. I don't even think y'all realize it. Y'all need somebody like me to inject some reality. But this 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 part of the reason why my channel will never blow up because it's just too it's just too honest. It's just too honest. Like my nigga, I don't have to sit here and lie to you niggas. I've been around the block. I've I've been to uh, lots of different states. I've been uh, quite a few different countries. I've I've seen what happens. I know what goes on. I, I didn't just grow up in one little city and live there literally my entire life. I've been around all types of different people, man. Plenty of countries. Been all been, been a whole bunch of different states in America. It's the same story everywhere I go. Big women are winning. <laughs> big women keep a nigga. Everywhere you go, big women keep a nigga. And good for them. Good for them. I'm not hating on a big girl. But I'm just letting y'all niggas know, when y'all hear these niggas on YouTube talking this crap, they don't want a big girl I be looking around like, who are these niggas talking about? Because everywhere I go, I see more big women with, with long-term relationships than I see skinny chicks. I don't know who these niggas talking about. Everywhere, I, every city I go, I don't been up and down the East Coast, been to the West Coast, the Midwest. Only place I ain't been is Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> I don't been to Washington, the state of Washington, everywhere I go. I all when I see black folks and I see some black women, big, big overweight black women, obese, nine times out of ten, they got a boyfriend or a husband. Nine times out of ten. But is he a high value man? You'll see a lot of them with you'll see some high value men with some big girls too. Like, I wish y'all would come up off this dumb crap too, because y'all think y'all definition of high value is is entertainers and athletes. Y'all just totally forget that there are high-value men that aren't celebrities, that aren't seen, <laughs> that work in corporate America, lawyers, you know, niggas you never even heard of, that make six figures plus. What y'all think? They all got a bunch of, a stable full of dime pieces too? Niggas, you serious? It's a lot of them dudes with some overweight chicks too. Like, like. You, you, you got you guys got to listen. You guys got to put these phones down and go live life, dude. I'm trying to tell you what you what you're gonna see. You're gonna see this crap. And look, I'm not I'm not here knocking it. If they happy, they happy. But what I'm telling you is, I have over the last 20 years or so, when I look at black relationships, dude, I always tend to see more overweight black women with relation in a relationship. 
Yes, the fine, skinny, petite chicks, they are always around and niggas is always trying to poke on them. But they are also the main ones who struggle to find a relationship <laughs> in comparison to the big girl. I don't ever hear about big girls struggling to find men. I, I just don't. So when I hear these conversations, I'm just like, somebody's lying out here because these chicks be keeping a nigga. Somebody's lying out here. And y'all know what I'm saying to be, listen, go live your life, right? Just go live your life. Next time you're out and about shopping, doing what you do, and you see an overweight big black woman, just, just you know, you ain't got to go to an ass, but I'm pretty sure there'll be some telltale signs to let you know that she got a man. And then when you see the next fine petite chick, light skin, brown skin, dark skin, whatever, there's going to be a high percentage that she ain't got no serious nigga. And look, I'm not lying because, listen, I know chicks, well, whatever. I've said this already, but I'm just saying, I've seen it a lot. You know how many fire women always talk about they can't find a man? Like, this isn't, this isn't an uncommon thing. There are a lot of fine chicks. I'm talking about sevens and above. <laughs> All right, sixes and above. They always, they've been saying this for years, how they can't find a man. You would see this on the talk shows back in the day. You know why? Because a lot of niggas always assume that they had a man. That's always one of the complaints a fine chick will give. They always assume that I have a boyfriend. Right? And a lot of dudes, and here, here's another thing. You got a lot of niggas on YouTube. They all act like they got all this super confidence to holler at chicks, right? These same top-notch fine chicks be the main ones talking about how niggas are scared to come approach them. Scared to come talk to them. Now, maybe you can throw in the Me Too. You can sprinkle in the Me Too factor being part of that in this day and age. But, you know, before the whole Me Too thing came up, one of the, one of the complaints from, from uh, so-called fine chicks back in the day was they were, the dudes were scared to talk to them or they, because they assumed that they had a man already. When a lot of these fine chicks, listen, go watch them old dating shows like Love Connection or whatever they had back in the day. Y'all ever see any big girls on there? Listen, like, like, let's keep it above. Go watch Love Connection. Go watch any of them old dating shows from back in the day. How many of them women that were going on them dating shows were big, overweight chicks? You hardly ever seen any of them. But you saw a gang of fine chicks going on them shows. How come all these fine chicks are going on these dating shows, B? Because they can't find nobody. They, got, they can find a bunch of niggas who want to hunch on them, but they can't find nobody that actually want to be in a relationship with them. Big girl, she can find niggas that want to hunch on her and be in a relationship with her. And we see it. It's, 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 it's in society. It's everywhere you look. It's everywhere you look. Only when you come to YouTube do things become distorted. Your reality becomes jaded. When you put the phone down and you actually go back out into the real world and scan the lay of the land... I'm telling you what you're going to see. You're going to see more overweight black chicks that y'all claim y'all hate and despise on YouTube. Them be the main chicks out there with, with niggas. <laughs> them be the main ones. And listen, I hear somebody says, I guess ARC wasn't in their city. Listen, I don't know ARC. I don't know his story. I've heard he's, he's banged a lot of chicks. 
I'm going to go out of my way to say that ARC has probably banged his fair share of big overweight chicks too. I don't believe this nigga has just been banging top-notch chicks his entire life. Like, I, I just don't believe it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to need to see documentation on this one. I'm going to need ARC to pull out his, his, his book full of chicks. And I'm going to need verify. I'm going to need to call these chicks up and verify. I believe he has had his fair share of big girls too. I believe it. There's a lot of niggas out there that like big girls. <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting you know. Uh, like I say, when I say big, I'm talking about the the big obese ones. Like they, they out there getting they out there smashing, nigga. Somebody's somebody's banging these chicks, my nigga. <laughs> they ain't just banging themselves. Somebody's banging them. And they're making babies. And guess what? There's a bunch of niggas doing it that watch YouTube. So, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, we gotta keep it, we gotta, we gotta, I'm here to, I'm here to uh inject reality y'all can go listen to them for the for the rah-rah stuff that'll make that'll that, that'll make the super chats rain i'm just gonna tell you what reality is reality is a lot of the niggas full of crap reality is what i'm telling you a lot of you niggas are with these big girls that y'all claim y'all don't like a lot of y'all ain't out here barking and screaming at chicks yelling at them like how angry man thinks you should be talking to chicks Y'all, the niggas ain't doing that stuff, B. That, you're not gonna, you, dude. You're just not gonna have a healthy, happy, dude. You, you, you just, you, you're damn near a sociopath at this point. If you think that's how the world functions, especially if you actually believe this crap, you're a sociopath. This is not how it works, B. That is not how effective human interactions and communication works. You don't run around here belittling the opposite sex every chance you get, talking to them like this shit. You know, same thing with Cynthia G. I ain't letting her slide. You think Cynthia G's out here calling niggas dusty to their face? Calling them bums and doing this? Like, remember when Cynthia G would post all these pictures, right? Who they were? She, she would snap pictures of a, of, a, of a black dude with an overweight white chick. Anybody ever notice the pictures was always from a distance? Like, she, she ain't running up on them niggas, taking them pictures. She, 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 she's standing at a safe distance and zooming the picture in. She ain't running up on them people talking shit like that. She know better. Either that sloppy white chick gonna give it a business or that nigga might give it a business. But Cynthia G ain't running up on them people. She'll take a picture from a safe distance. So what I'm saying is even the Cynthia G types, she'll get on here and call you niggas dusty beta male cocoons all day long. I bet you she ain't talking to no nigga like that in real life. Guaranteed. And if she is talking to a nigga like that in real life, this nigga is one weak-ass dude who falls into this category of niggas who just live their entire life off of YouTube or, you know, this nigga's playing for the other, this nigga's playing for the limp wrist squad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. But she, 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 ain't no nigga talk, ain't no nigga, nigga listening to that shit in real life. Ain't none of them, all them chicks that be chirping in her chat when she be doing that, ain't none of them chicks out there really about that Beta male coon life talking crazy like that. Because I guarantee, you know, you know who's in her chat? You know who's in Cynthia G's chat? All them big girls who got a relationship and all them, all them skinny chicks that can't find a nigga. <laughs> that's, who, that's who's in her chat. Beta male coon, dusty, dusty. Soon as they put them phones down, ain't none of that shit. Listen, I don't even, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep it above. Niggas call me a coon all the time. I ain't never had a nigga call me a coon to my face, y'all. 
ever, ever. Nobody has ever called me a coon to my face, B. Ever. <laughs> They'll say it in the YouTube chats. I ain't never had a nigga say, call me a coon to my face. Appreciate that, Kelly Ray, for the $4.99. So I'm just saying, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta come back to reality with this crap. Cause y'all, some of y'all are getting too far gone to where y'all are now hopping on panels, sounding like complete idiots out here. You, especially you youngins, because y'all don't know any y'all. Yeah, I got these dumb niggas trying to teach y'all, trying to educate y'all, thinking that, yo, this stuff is really cool to do in real life and talk and, and act stupid like this. Like, no, it's not. Put everything in its proper context, my nigga. This is, this is entertainment. This is reality. Like, when you listen to Rick Ross talk about how he, or Young Jeezy talk about how he out here selling all the drugs, no, Young Jeezy... Is, is laid up with his little Asian chick doing what they do. He ain't out there selling drugs. <laughs> Matter of fact, he never really was. He might have been nickel bagging it here and there, but he really wasn't doing that crap. But you can distinguish that. Why can't you distinguish this YouTube crap? And understand that these niggas are putting on characters. They're putting on acts for you because they, they, they know what you niggas like and they know you're going to make that money. They're going to make it rain in them super chats. They can convince you to maintain a, dis a dysfunctional view of life. You're going to make them niggas rich. So y'all need, need me to come back in here and, and, and smack you upside the head and remind you like, hey, B, this is entertainment. Don't be out here doing this dumb shit in real life. <laughs> Don't be out here doing this dumb crap in real life, my nigga. Like, dude, it's, not, it's probably not going to go in your favor. Yell strag and, and call him call him bitch on YouTube all you want. Do that. Don't you dare go out there in public and start doing that crap, nigga. It's probably gonna be a bad day for you somehow, some way. I'm just letting you know. Anyways, I'm about to roll. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to Kelly Ray again. I gotta bounce. What time is it? Oh, it's 9.05. I gotta get ready to bounce. Uh, y'all be safe and peace. <laughs>